Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest edition of the Buff and Blue Review. David Korn and Ashley Tobin here. We are joined by some of the seniors from the GW women's basketball team, Maya Taiwo, Mia Laxviala, and Nia Locke. Guys, how are you doing? Yeah, how are you? We're doing great. We're really happy to be able to sit down with all of you guys before your senior day. That's so exciting. <laughs> um, so kind of just how, how does it feel to kind of be going into that senior day, you know, reflecting on all of your GW careers, all that? Um, for me, it's surreal. I mean, you see your past seniors have this like little ceremony for the game every year, and you just it never hits you until it's actually yours. So it's gonna be cool, and I can't believe it. The day's actually come. This is actually my second senior night. So <laughs> I'm really excited for it. I think it's something that you don't really expect to kind of come because you look at the season and it feels like it's such a long season. Um, and when it actually and you're like, wow, I'm actually a senior, and today's the day, so, yeah. Yeah, and just looking back at your time at GW, what have been some of your favorite on-the-court memories, off-the-court memories, just reflecting back on your careers in the past year? <laughs> um, One that comes to mind, we had an, a buzzer-beater win versus Memphis, I think, my sophomore or junior in one of those years and Faith inbounded it to me and we made the layup and then our coaches were like, get back on defense! Well, we were just like screaming. Mm-hmm. So that was a fun, fun game. Mia, let's hear from you. <laughs> There's so many. It's hard to pick one. I would say after we beat American in the locker room, it was really fun. We were saying, oh, we're the best in D.C. <laughs> and then also um, our home games every time we just celebrate after a win like we all just really get really excited in the locker room and I think those little moments really are what makes winning so fun I think it's like when people hit unexpected buzzer beaters I always like um, energy builders like Naya Robinson the um, shot that I took for the half court um, I think those moments are very special yeah, Nyla, let's talk about that that shot. How cool is it kind of, like, that one pretty viral? I think it was on Sports Center. You know, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't really, I mean, I didn't expect for it to go in. I just kind of threw it up there and then just saw it go swish straight into it and just saw all my teammates running at me. So that was a really precious moment. Did you practice that? We practice half-court shots every shoot-around, so, yeah. Wow, that's pretty cool. So, um, yeah, you talked about those memories. You talked about the locker room after some wins. You know, is there any specific home win that you kind of remember the locker room going really crazy for? Um, after we beat Fordham, we got water and surprised Coach McCombs by spraying her with water everywhere. So that was really fun to see her excited, and we were all just cheering. And I think that win really gave us a lot of um, excitement. Yeah, and talking about Coach McCombs, what, is, what has it been like to play under her these past few years or this past year? Um, just some of your favorite McCombs memories. Um, it's been fun. We were just in the locker room having our post-practice meal, talking about her fits that she used to do last season. I know the staff has changed up their, like, their look. They're wearing more, like, casual professional, but she used to come in with some, like, nice jumpsuits and blazers and things like that. But on the court, she's been a real encouragement. Um, she holds a still high standard, and it's just been, like, really fun to get to know her over these past few years. I think she's a coach who's all about, like, teaching moments. So um, a lot of it is always improvement, uh, you know, improving 1% at, a, 1% at a time. And I feel like 
that's what she's been trying to drill into this program just for us to get better each day. Yeah, so, I mean, last year with Coach McCombs, we saw the defense really be the calling card. You know, just defense, defense, defense. I know you guys just absolutely smothered some teams. And then this year, we've seen the offense kind of catch up and the outside shooting improve, you know, just scoring a lot more points. You know, how has that sort of transition been like? You know, have there been any changes behind the scenes in practice, anything like that? Well, I think during the summer, we just took um, – Kari Club very seriously. That's something that we do usually every summer. And I feel like everyone hit their numbers that they needed to hit or even more. And so I felt like that really put us ahead for our shooting season. And defense has always been the same. I mean, that's our core principle. And I think that's something that we're going to keep harping on and keep like focusing on. But offensive this year, I think we put in the work during the summer and the fruits to our labor is kind of just showing up now. So can you describe uh, Curry Club for those who may not uh, know what that is? So Curry Club is putting up 250 shots a day, um, each day uh, for seven seven days a week, I believe so. And so we put that many shots up. At the end of the uh, week, you should have like a thousand, 1,400 shots put up. And so we just keep shooting, whether it's jump shots or threes. Yeah, and talking about the improved offense, you know, Naya Robertson, she's been a star. Can you just talk about what it's been like to play with her freshman year just coming off like – just an electric performances from her all the time. Yeah, I think her energy is unmatched. Like, we'll have a practice at 8 a.m. in the morning or shoot around at 7.30 in the morning, and she'll be screaming, like, ready to go. Just And I think that's just so contagious, and it really, well, whether she's playing or even on the bench, like, she's cheering the loudest, always has the most energy. So she's just been a really fun teammate to have. Yeah, and it seems like every game she'll hit a crazier shot, you know, some driving layup, some off-balance turnaround, some fadeaway, anything like that. What do you think the craziest shot she's made this season has been? If you can remember one, like, if there's any specific one that comes to mind. There's no specific one, but I think the funny ones are the ones where you're calling for the ball, you're calling for it, because <laughs> you think she's not going to make it, and then she makes the shot, and you're like, oh, and then you stop backpedaling, and you're like, okay, cool, that's fine. <laughs> So I think those are some pretty good shots of hers. And we can't talk about the offense without talking about you, Mia. You've really been – I mean, I know a lot of us from the outside didn't necessarily know what to expect coming in from you this year, you know, coming from the Ivy League. But then you've really just exploded almost this year with your offensive output. You know, how have you sort of improved this offseason? You know, what do you think your contributions have been like to the team? Stuff like that. Yeah, coming in uh, as a new player on a new team was I wouldn't say the I would say the adjustment wasn't hard at all. Over the summer, everybody was super welcoming, and we were in the gym a lot, getting better together. So, I think just as a team, everybody was super welcoming. It feels like I've been on this team for years. Um, so I think that just made the transition that much easier. And just when you like love what you're doing and who you're doing it with, and you just have fun while you're playing. Yeah, Mia, you grew up outside of Chicago, you know, went to Penn. Now you're in D.C. Can you just talk about the differences between the three cities a little bit? Yeah, I would say Chicago is definitely my favorite city still. (laughs) But um, living in D.C. this past year has been cool, too. It's definitely, like, historic, a lot of things to see and do. But, like, when I go to different cities, my favorite thing to do is, like, see, like, the food differences so in Chicago you know known for the hot dogs and the deep dish pizza which I do miss a little bit (laughs) but um yeah Philly had the um 
two, yeah, the two steaks, which they were okay, not the biggest fans. <laughs> um, and then here in D.C., I don't know what D.C. is known for. Still just trying to figure that out. Well, but... I think the big thing is the, the half smoke. It's like the Ben's Chili Bowl. Oh, I've never, see, I've never tried that. I'll have to give that a try. Yeah, you got to compare that to the Chicago dogs. Those are the, yeah, those are the, the two big things. Yeah. That'll be the next one. So, um, Milo, obviously, I think the, the biggest part of your game to us is your rebounding. Just how, how? How are you such an incredible rebounder? You know, what do you, how is your preparation, you know, going into that help you on the court, all of that? Like, what's, what's your secret there? I don't think I have a secret. Um, I've always had my athleticism, and I, like, I work really hard on the court, and I think when you work really hard, sometimes you just get really lucky. Like, sometimes I'm just in the right spot when it, like, breaks off the backboard. And other times, it's, like, a timing thing. It's, like, an intuition thing. You kind of have to read how it comes off the basket. But I know that's a big part of my role on this team. So my mindset going into games is to get those rebounds. And I think that adds to the incentive and why my numbers have been so high. Yeah, and sometimes, you know, opposing centers do have a few inches over you. Um, Just a few. (laughs) How do you prepare to go against, like, taller players? Just can't think about it too much. (laughs) For the most part, if sometimes they're taller, but they're not used to having to jump for it because they're taller, so that I can use that to my advantage. Like, they're just expecting it to come to them, and then I'll jump and get it. But if they're also athletic and 6'4", it's a wrap. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that that can be tough. I get that. But, I mean, yeah, you've just been such an important part of this team for so long. I mean, I know you, Faith, and Essence, you guys are the longest tenured players on the team. You know, what's it been like, I guess, off the court and on the court both to kind of have to step up into that leadership role? Um, it's been, it was a challenge for me. I lead very much by example. So having to be a vocal presence is something that I still work on. But I think being here so long, I've had more time in this program and to learn about the history of the program and where we can take the program back to. Um, so I think that's helped me in my perspective of the trajectory of the team. But yeah, it's definitely in a completely different role than I was four or five years ago. And just like having those two with me and us like bouncing off each other, learning how to kind of grew up in the program. Nice. I mean, you guys are seniors. You've been playing for a while. Do you have any pregame routines, any superstitions, you know, that you have to have, like, on the court, stuff like that? I have to shower before the game. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, even if I showered, like, right after shoot-around, like, right before the game, before I go get ready, I have to shower again. I feel like it just kind of warms my body up and gets me ready. So that's one of mine. Yeah, I try not to be superstitious because I feel like I'll do something one game, I play really well, do the exact same thing the next game, and then play not so well. So um, I, I haven't found the secret to playing great all the time. But um, I would say I always turn my phone off because I don't want that to go off while we're in the locker room. Um, but that's pretty much it. I'd say music is a big part of my pregame uh, ritual. It. The genre has changed a lot over the years, but it's usually a slower tempo. Um, I will usually always chew gum right before we get on the court because I don't want to be tasting whatever we had for pregame. <laughs> I think that distracts me. Um, and then I always put a hair tie on my left wrist and then take it off right before the game. What's on the playlist right now? We have some Afrobeats. We have a little Lizzie McAlpine. We have some gospel. It's just all over, some Daniel Caesar it's all over the place. Nice. So, um, looking sort of, uh, looking kind of right ahead, you guys, last week, you know, you were a little shorthanded, you know, a tough road trip. Um, What do you guys need to do as a team to sort of get back on track before Wilmington? 
I think we've been talking a lot about um, growing chemistry with different lineups. And I think because our rotation is shorter, you have to go in with different people. So we've been practicing that in practice, um, going through like different lineups and just getting used to how we play off of each other. Coach keeps saying that our talk is our energy. So uh, that's something that we need to continuously work on, especially how we have like lower numbers. We have to be able to vocalize even people that usually don't talk as much now have to try and talk even louder just so we can create that energy for ourselves. Yeah, and you guys were picked 11th in the preseason poll. How good does it feel to be proving those people wrong? Yeah, the job's still not done yet. So <laughs> we still, um, every game we play like we have something to prove. So we just let that fuel ourselves because we believe in ourselves. We think we can beat anybody any night. So we just really um, know that we have to work hard to get there. So um, up next is Loyola Chicago. I know last time out there at Iowa, you had an incredible, incredible rebound night. And also, I think this might have been a first for you guys, a fire alarm during play. Have you guys ever had anything like that experience? Never. Like that? that was completely new. So, yeah, what what was that like? Like, how did you guys sort of deal with that? I mean, I was kind of like jogging on the spot because I was getting cold as I was standing there. And every time they would say, oh, the file alarm, we fixed it, and then it's like, oh, no, we didn't. It's back on again. And so it was such a long pause, and we had to keep finding things to talk about and just, you know, get warmed up again before coming back in. Yeah, and I do have to ask you guys, you know, GW released 10 options for the next moniker. Do you guys have any thoughts on those 10 options? Um, I feel like there hasn't been the best reaction to the 10. Um, I think maybe personally revolutionaries might be the best. I'm a Transformers fan, so mm-hmm. Sentinels, mm-hmm. I would, I could go with just for Transformers sent- sentiment. Um, the fog, blue fog, I feel like it could be a good, like, George's Army type name, but not a, like, or a new moniker. Those are my thoughts. <laughs> I did like the fog. I was sad they put blue in front of it. I think that just kind of loses some of the appeal from it. But what about you guys? I agree with the blue fog. I think you could create something cool with that. But then I feel like it's something mainly for like athletics rather than the school itself, its name. But um, I would also try and pick revolutionaries or something. Sentinels. Sentinels, yeah, that one. No, no, yeah, Decl- uh, decline, decline to comment. I don't have much of an opinion on it. I, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, let's head into some teammate superlatives right now. So we have a few that we want to ask. We want to get your guys' opinion on. You don't have to come to a consensus. So if you guys have different opinions on it, that's totally fine. But who would you say is the funniest? A lot of thoughts. Kaya has been making a running recently for me. Her humor just gets me. So I'm going to say Kaya. I would pick Asia. I think Asia always makes me laugh. Everything she says is funny to me. Yeah, that's hard. I think Naya Robertson is funny. She just does stuff in practice. I'm like, how do you even think to like, <laughs> like that? Um, who do you guys want on Ox and who do you not want on Ox?
I think Faith is a reliable op. She always plays music like before the games, and I like her playlist. Not on op, I would say. I don't like being on Ox. I listen to like the same five songs, so I probably would not put myself on Ox. <laughs> I also would not put myself on Ox. Just be, yeah. No, I would not put myself on Ox. I would pick, Faith is also very good on Ox. She has all the right songs, but I would also put Essence. I just hope she doesn't play Rod Wave too much if she yeah. likes Rod Wave, but. I feel like I don't mind. It's not something that I feel like I consciously think about all the time, so. All right, yeah, and here's a big one. Who would you want and who would you not want to date your son? Nia Robertson. <laughs> <laughs> which one? Which one? Oh, she definitely would not. <laughs> I would not want her. Who would I? I think Kaya would. I would pick Kaya. She's very. She seems like she would be a good, like, respectful. <laughs> I don't know. Kaya's cool. I would pick Max to date my son. Um, to not date Nia Robinson. <laughs> Is she going to get the sweep? Can I say no comment? Yeah, that works. That <laughs> okay, works. No. Okay, so um, one more, or a few more. Who's the best travel buddy? Like, best to sit next to you on the plane, best to share a hotel room with, anything like that. Me and Myla have shared hotel rooms a couple of times. So whenever we're paired, I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> I would say Faith because I feel like she laughs at all the TikToks I sent her or anything that I show her. So we have a good time in our room. I would say Nat because both of the times we got to go sightseeing, we were like, everybody gets to go, but we're the ones that like stay very long afterwards. Mm -hmm. So Nat. Who is the toughest to guard in practice? Probably Nia Robinson because she's so fast. Um, I think it's really hard to guard her speed, and sometimes she changes it up. So, it's yeah, I would say nice. Mayo and me are looking very intently at each other right now. So one of our GAs, Mo, she'll like practice against us, and she has frozen me many times. <laughs> so Mo. Yeah, we have a pretty strong scout team. A couple of guys that come in, they're hard to guard. They throw a couple of elbows. So sometimes we got to throw some back, but I'd say they're definitely hard. Yeah, so um, that's it for superlative. We're not going to grill you guys anymore on that. Um, looking ahead to Wilmington, I know you guys, it's not quite there yet, but last year you guys had a lot of success in the tournament. You know, how do you have any message, you know, to opposing teams this year now that you kind of have I guess more of a target on your back? You know, have you guys been preparing? Have you guys started your preparations at all for that? Anything along those lines? Um, I don't think we've necessarily started our prep for Wilmington because coach is very much like one day at a time, so we still have to get through these next three games to get there. Um, however, I do think we're in a position to earn a bye, which we haven't been in the past few years, so that would eliminate having to play five days in a row, um, which is also very, I don't know, exhausting. Um, but I think the mindset we have on this team is that we can be anybody um, in this conference on the days like where we're all locked in and like firing all on the right cylinders. So I think that mindset going into a win or go home is good for us because then we'll, we'll be more ready to just like four days, like let's do this. So I think that's where we're at. 
And I think there's been an emphasis on like acting like we have a chip on our shoulder and we do. And I feel like a lot of teams sometimes I personally feel like underestimate GW. And so we want to be the aggressors instead of coming into games, wondering if we're going to win or not. We want other people to think, are they going to beat us against us? So, no. Yeah, and going along those lines, looking at Wilmington, are there any specific matchups you guys are looking, hoping for, you know, any team that you want to play again from the A-10? Can you repeat that into the mic? Uh, LaSalle. Yeah, any conference game that we lost, like LaSalle, St. Joe's, like we definitely want them to join because we feel confident in ourselves. Um, I think I want to a rematch with Rhode Island for sure. Yeah, they had a they had a tough loss last tough night. Loss the other, yeah. Um, yeah. So, okay, perfect. Um, <laughs> sorry about that. Um, I have a big question. We ask this to everyone we interview. What's your guys' deli orders? Apparently, my deli order is a red flag, <laughs> but I don't think it's that crazy. It's a blueberry bagel with strawberry cream cheese. Um, I'm a sausage, egg, and cheese on an everything bagel. Chicken breast clothes. Bagel. Do you guys think Delhi is overrated? I know we've had some, some follow-up on this after our Max Edwards interview. Um, do you think it's worth the hype that it gets? I think it is. I think it's good old reliable. Um, I don't think people should be like, oh my gosh, Delhi. But like, <laughs> I would get Delhi every day. I used to go there a lot last year, and then this year I've been avoiding it. So I feel like it's kind of like a thing that you can get so caught up on, but then the moment where you find something else, I found Panera this year. So <laughs> Panera now is the place I go to. That's an obsession. I agree with Naya. Panera over deli. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Mila, you. I, I just have a personal question. Um. Since you're such an incredible rebounder, how much do you bench in like when you're in the workout room? Oh my goodness! Um, <laughs> Benches the whole team. Oh, <laughs> well, we don't really like hit big numbers outside of the summer. I think my max was like a two fifteen for a one rep. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Well, a lot more, a lot more, a lot more than us. <laughs> um. Naya, how, uh, in the past, you've represented South Sudan on the international stage. How cool is that to sort of compete on the international stage, you know, represent your birth country, like all of that? How how incredible is that opportunity? I feel like it's always an honor being able to, you know, represent your own country and put that flag on your back and, you know, that jersey on. And, you know, doing it for the people is the most important part, going out there and, you know, showing your pride for your country, especially how, I was never, I never actually lived in South Sudan. I was born in Ethiopia, but my parents, you know, their history from back there, you know, brings so much like who I am is a part of their history. And so being able to show out on the, on the international stage is something that's very incredible. Yeah. And you've had quite a journey to GW, you know, Australia to Texas. Um, Can you talk about your recruiting process to coming here and some of the biggest differences between the places? Yeah. So because basketball was never really my first sport, I never really knew about college that much or like it was just a suggestion that someone came up with. And so I said, sure, like I'll give it a go. And so I feel like they told me that you have to make a mixtape and send it out to coaches out here and then they'll check your grades and you do the 
SAT test. And so that's the process. Just sent my film out there and then hope for the best. So wait, basketball wasn't your first sport? No. What was? Soccer. Yeah, so I played soccer a lot growing up. Um, and I just saw people in high school playing basketball, like just for fun on the courts at like lunchtime. So it's something I just saw, not something I actually like started with. How crazy was it watching Australia in the World Cup? <laughs> I think it's always they're, – they're a good team. They've got really good players. And so I feel like it's always something else to look forward to as well. And um, I always wanted to play for the Australian team, but I guess God had other plans for me to play for <laughs> South Sudan. So, I mean, it's great that I have a dual citizenship for both countries. So, yeah. Um, so talking more about high school, Mia, you were second in your school's history in points for behind somebody not too shabby, uh, Candace Parker. Have you ever had any interactions with her? You know, have you ever – has she like come back to your high school to talk to you guys? Like how how is that sort of playing at her alma mater? What was that like? Yeah, my the coach who coached me in high school also coached her. So I was able to meet her a couple of times. One time when she played for the LA Sparks Sparks, she came to a Chicago Sky game. So I got to watch her play and then met uh her afterwards, which was really cool. She's super nice. And she's also came to, like, after a practice once and just took a picture with everybody. And that was just definitely really cool since she's such a great player. Um, that was Yeah, that was definitely really cool. Uh, just talking about the WNBA, do you guys have players that you kind of model your game after, some of your favorite teams to watch, stuff like that? My favorite player is Gabby Williams. Um, she's currently doing a lot playing overseas with the France team, and I think she was on Sopron. Um, but she's a very good defender, and she's also, like, very athletic. She also played the four in college when she was at UConn, and so the way she's just, like, morphed into the player she is now is something that I aspire to do. I would say in college I really enjoyed watching Asia Durr play for Louisville. She didn't play much in the WNBA because I know she had, like, problems with COVID, so getting her health under control. So if she ever does, like get prominent again in the WNBA. That'd be really cool to watch her play again. I mean, I enjoy watching Sabrina Ionescu. I feel like she's a really good player. Um, yeah. uh, so, Maya, you're majoring in civil engineering. How do you, on earth do you balance that with all of your practice schedules, your travel, all of that? Like, I, I need some tips. <laughs> it is not easy. <laughs> um a lot goes into scheduling practice times around my class blocks, which I'm very thankful for. Um, and then a lot of communication with my professors. Got to make friends in class because we are on the road a lot. Um, but it has been a process. Has a professor ever been uh, not as accommodating as you'd have hoped? Because yeah. I'm sure the civil engineer professors don't have a ton of athletes. In. Yeah. <laughs> for the most part, they're good. So it's usually when they're newer to um just teaching at GW and they haven't had many athletes in their class but for the most part I think when you tell when I tell a professor that I'm an athlete they're like that's so cool you know I used to do cross country so they're like excited about it yeah I know like you guys are all seniors you know senior days tomorrow what are your plans for next year um, next year I'll be in New York I'm working for Citibank and the U.S. personal bank as an analyst so I'm excited about the location of another city on the east coast so we'll see what kind of food they have there um, I am unsure I still have a COVID year um, I'm from this area so I, it's, 
it's a great thing that I don't have to like leave and come back if anything, but I don't know. I love GW. I love my teammates. I love this program, but I still do have a COVID year for the next year. So we'll see. I'm not sure yet. So I think I'm just focused on finishing the year strong, both academically and athletically. So un, un, unsure for, for you two. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Um, you guys know each other a lot better than we know you guys. So why don't you ask each other some questions, you know, see if you can dig deep, anything like that, because I think you guys can ask way better questions of each other than we can ask you. Mia, what's your favorite basketball move? I would say my favorite move would definitely be the hezzy. I'm trying to get that one down. If I ever get somebody to freeze like Maya was at, I think that's definitely the best. <laughs> Maya, who is your favorite comedian? Because what y'all don't know about Maya, I feel like you love to laugh. Yeah. And Maya will always have some type of funny video she sends to somebody. <laughs> so who's your favorite TikToker or social media comedian? I would probably say Kevin Hart. I feel like if if that's the first thing I had to come up with, um, I feel like anything he says is funny, but also a lot of African TikTokers. Like, I feel like there's so many like things that they say that I find like I absolutely hilarious. So, yeah. Myla, what is your favorite celebration to do? Happy to do something. Uh, I don't celebrate, which is why <laughs> he's asking me this. <laughs> I feel like I do sometimes. It's not usually because of what I did. Um, come on! Yeah, okay, so my brother always tells me to be like, come on! So I, I'll do it sometimes. Why don't you Why don't you like to celebrate? I don't, I don't know. It's just not really like pretty chill on the court unless you're just being rude for no reason. Um, yeah. Any others? Maya, what do you eat on a daily basis? Trying to be like you on a daily basis. I feel like I'm not a good example. So it's either like I'm on a cooking spree and I'm like going to Whole Foods every week and meal prepping, or it's just like Grubhub. And right now it's just Grubhub. Um, but this morning I had a plain bagel with jelly from Deli. That kind of rhymed. That's a jelly. It was good. I said strawberry jelly, and then he gave me grape jelly, so I'm thinking that they only have grape jelly, even though they say yes, strawberry jelly. I've never, to cut in, I've never seen people, or so many people eat um, jelly on their bagels before getting Really? Married. I've never seen that before, but I feel like you guys all do that. <laughs> good. No, but usually like a cereal, maybe some Panera, and I love North Italia, so that's dinner, North Italia. Their chicken parm is like the best chicken parm chicken I've ever parm had. is good. Spicy vodka, rigatoni, chicken pesto, it goes on. So, uh, again, as the season's wrapping up, you're heading into postseason play. Do you have anything you want to say to the GW community? You know, get out to your games, you know, follow us in the tournament, anything like that. Any support we get is much appreciated. Whenever we have a home game, I feel like it gets really loud. So we really appreciate that kind of energy that we get if we're on defense and we need one more stop and we just hear people saying defense yep like that really gives us a boost so i i think we really like feed off of that energy and really appreciate whenever we do get a crowd or whenever they do make noise 
American. And just shout out to George's Army and everybody involved in that. I feel like the effort to show up for GW Athletics has been so huge this season. And even the staff on the Staff Appreciation Day games, they came out and they were there and they were loud and that was awesome. And we hadn't even met half of the staffers that were in there, so I think just an appreciation for the GW community and yes, keep coming out. Yeah, that was the Fordham game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, that was a fun one. I was on the broadcast for that one. Man, that was that was they were, good. They were there. They were paid attention, like paying attention. It was awesome. I feel like for me, it's I love the way we play. So I feel like if you come along, you'll love the way we play too. So. Yeah, I mean, you guys have gotten a lot of support from other student athletes as well. I noticed the volleyball team is usually there. You guys were at a lot of the um, volleyball games. Obviously, Katie Reifert did an amazing job with the volleyball team this year. Can you just talk about how the the like student athlete community and how you guys have like really lifted each other up? Um, we try to be really intentional about showing up for each other because if nobody else will, we should. Um, and it's also just fun to see if you're friends with other athletes, them doing their thing, just like you would want them to come watch you do your thing. Um, so, but that's been really awesome, especially volleyball, because we showed up for volleyball, like, heavy. Like, it was so much fun to watch them. So to see them, like, their whole team just sit there the whole game, fun. Other other teams have been there. I know women's rowing, their whole 50, 60-people team was sitting in the section, like, filled out a whole section. So that was awesome. Soccer, lacrosse, all these other sports have been great. Um, yeah, so uh, we're just about uh, out of time here for us, but just thank you guys so much again for coming and to chat with us. We really appreciate getting this. I know a lot of people have been asking us, you know, we want we want to talk to them, we want to hear from them, so we're really glad we got a chance to sit down with you guys. And any final thoughts from you before we, we wrap this up? Thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thank you. You guys are great. Yeah, of course. We appreciate it. So, yeah, again. Uh, we are here with Maya Taiwo, Neil Axiala, and Nia Locke before their senior day on Saturday against Loyola Chicago. GW Women's Basketball has had an incredible season this year. They're getting ready for their conference tournament. Make sure you guys give them all your support. Come to games, watch them, listen to them on WRGW, of course. And yeah, just thank you guys so much. We really appreciate it. This was a blast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.